Hi, this is Eli Nelson, and this is the My City Church Podcast. Thanks for tuning in today. It is our prayer that this message will awaken you to come alive in the things of Christ. Enjoy the message. Lord, we thank you for your blood. We're good worship team. Thank you guys for, for putting, I'm going to have them bring out the, the pulpit today. We're going to, we're going to share just a, a word that I felt like God put on my heart that I wasn't fully obedient to last service. So God says you're going to do it again this service. All right. Psalm 68 says, He is a father to the fatherless, a defender of widows, is God in his holy dwelling. God says to lowly in families, he leads out the prisoners with singing. But the the rebellious live in a sun-scorched land. Rebellious just means that they refuse to go in. They refuse to receive God's love for what it is. And I'm really just sharing on something really simple today. And, and we're going to stay kind of in this mood. I'm going to have Emmanuel stay up here. And we're going to share just, um, just about the idea of a light in my darkness. And I don't know what kind of life you've lived or what you've gone through or where you're at currently in this life. But I can tell you it is not God's will for your life to live in darkness. You can follow Christ and still live in darkness. You can be filled with the Holy Spirit and for the most part, walk in darkness. And I know that sounds a little counterintuitive, but hear me out. The Bible says he desires for us not to be lukewarm. And I've known plenty of times where you can be professed to follow Jesus, desire to follow Jesus, but still not feel on fire for Jesus. And I believe that it is God's purpose plan for your life, for you to be on fire for him all the days of your life. I know that there's mountaintops and I know that there's valleys. And I also know that the Lord's Spirit neither sleeps nor slumbers. I know that we have seasons in our life. Some are days, some are weeks, some are months, some are years. And I can tell you today that the fire that you first had when you first started following Jesus, I used to believe the idea that you soar high on wings like eagles, you run and not go weary, you walk and not faint. I think there's power in consistently moving. So I think that is true. I believe that you're also not ever called to stop. And for some people, if you've ever felt like you've stopped, I can tell you that God has more for you than what you're actually currently experiencing. So as a follower of Christ in here today, there's fresh oil for you. Jesus says in, in, the, in this 23rd Psalm, he anoints your head with oil, your cup overflows. If you don't feel like your cup's overflowing or your head's anointed, there is more for you to be overflowing, to be walking and moving in the power and the gifts of the Holy Spirit, to be able to walk in and feel that fresh breath inside your lungs, not to feel like this world and the cares of this life are choking out your seed. I don't believe that's God's plan for your life. So I believe that there's fresh oil for you today. How many of y'all want a fresh touch of the Holy Spirit today? Come on. We thank you, Lord. And part of, part of receiving the Holy Spirit and a fresh touch of the Holy Spirit is knowing who your Father is. Okay, so John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son. Now, don't confuse Jesus and God the Father as being two completely separate people. That Jesus came because God had wanted nothing to do with humanity. Um, God wasn't up in heaven with his back turned to humanity, and Jesus had to convince him. Come on, Jesus, there's still good people out there. It was actually God that sent Jesus because he's our good Father. Let's go back to Psalm 68. It says he sets the fatherless 
that he's a father to the fatherless, a defender of widows. He says to lowly in families, he leads out the prisoners with singing. John 3, 16, for he so loved the world, he gave his one and only son. And whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Eternal life is more than heaven. Eternal life is, is more than a get-out-of-jail-free card. Jesus, when he prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane, he prayed that the ones that God gave him, that they would know him. He actually describes what eternal life is, that you would know Jesus. He says, now this is eternal life, that they may know you, the one true God. I promise I'm not going to make you stand the whole time. We'll, we'll sit down here in a moment. I did that at a wedding once. I forgot to tell people to be seated. And then finally my grandpa sat down and everyone else started to sit down. But I just want to establish that idea. If, if you want fresh fire for the Holy Spirit, it, it is to an extent your responsibility. Bible shares a peculiar passage in Psalms. It says, as deep calls out to deep, as a deer pants for living water, so my soul pants for you, O God. There's a longing inside of every one of us to connect with our Heavenly Father. Whether you acknowledge God or not, there's a void in your heart that can only be filled by Him. I love what John Maxwell does for his evangelism. He says, when I tell people I'm a follower of Christ and they tell me, yeah, I don't care, I'm an atheist or I don't believe in God, he just responds with something very simple. He says, yeah, I understand that. And he asks a question. He says, do you miss him? What do you mean, do you miss him? Do you miss him? Because behind that question lies the pretense that we were all with God at one point. I believe God sent us to earth and through time of just being on earth, we started to be ignorant of the Lord and separated from him. The Bible says that he knew us before we were born. He knew us. I believe that we were actually with the Father and we were sent to earth and we have a choice to follow him or not, which means that there is a void inside of us that longs to be with him. And this is true for someone who is not a believer and also for someone who is a believer. To be with him and the power and the strength of his Holy Spirit is something that we're called to walk in, not experience. Right? I know I said you could be seated and, and uh, you can be seated because we're going to dive into John chapter 1. So to understand that God's the one that sent Jesus. Jesus and the Father are one together. It wasn't Jesus wanting, like Jesus was obedient to the Father. This whole idea that Jesus, God created Jesus is false. It says his only begotten son, uh, not only created son. Begotten means from. 
right? So God didn't create Jesus to send him. Jesus was there at the beginning. John chapter 1 says, In the beginning, the Word already existed. This is referring to Jesus. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him, and nothing was created except through him. The Word gave life to everything that was created, and his life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. Have you ever felt like your light's been extinguished? I have. I've been there. I've been there as a little kid, a little tongue-talking four-year-old. I don't know. You talked to my mom. I don't even remember it. She said she'll be the one to talk to you about it. And I've had dark times in my life since I followed Jesus. If you've been told that the moment you give your life to Jesus, you're not going to have any hardship or turmoil, you've been lied to. The Bible says, in this world you will have trouble, but take heart, for I have overcome the world. There is a level of valleys and mountaintops that we are all going to go through. Just say, just, just talk to someone who's lost a loved one. The Bible isn't always, you know, count it all joy, my friends, when you, it says weep with those who weep. Life's hard. Life has difficulties. Life has struggles. And I'm here to tell you today that even in those struggles, you can have strength for your soul. Rest for your soul would probably be a better way to put it. How many feel like we're just kind of wrestling with life nowadays? It's just go, 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 go. Right? I just want you to take a moment just to have a rest. We're here on December, what is it, 2nd, 3rd, December 3rd, Sunday morning in Ralston High School. I just want you to take a breath. Some of y'all thinking, where are we going to go after lunch? Just take a breath. Just slow down. You're exhausted because you're going nonstop. Just slow down. Sit in his presence. Slow down. Receive the word for strength in your season. It will come. Some of you got to be able to set aside time with that. You're wanting a word from God for what you're supposed to do? Sit down and listen. Sit down separate yourself from the world. Seek him. Go for a walk. Pray. Wake up early. Go to bed late. Throw on some music in your car rather than the radio. I got my kids and I got my family. Go pray with your kids. So I share this because in verse 5 it says, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it. That's true for your life and it's true for mine. No matter how far you feel like you are from God, you're actually not very far from him. Verse 6 says, God sent a man, John the Baptist, to tell about the light so that everyone might believe because of his testimony. John himself was not the light. He was simply a witness to tell everyone tell about the light. The one who is the true light, who gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He came to the world he created, but the world did not recognize him. He came to his own people, and even they rejected him. But to all, say to all, who believed him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. Go back up. Psalm 68. He's a father to the fatherless. God sets the lonely in families. John 1.13. They are reborn, not with a physical birth resulting from human passion or plan, 
but a birth that comes from God. So the word became human and made his home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. And we have seen his glory, the glory of the Father's one and only Son. Jesus and God the Father are one. And they desire for you to be one with him here on earth. It was a light that called out, a light that shined so bright that you could see it. Even in the brightest of skies, it was, it was a light that was like the sun spiritually, but also spiritually like a laser that pointed you out. It signaled you out. It says, for God so loved the world, yes, but that's also true for you. And he desires for you to be in heaven, yes, but he also desires to be one with you here on earth. To be able to commune with you, to be able to be with you on a regular basis is why he sent his spirit. He sent his spirit so that you would not have to be left as an orphan. He sent his spirit to lead you and to guide you and to lead you into truth and to fill you and to comfort you and to counsel you and to strengthen you. Earlier this year, My City Church changed its mission statement to My City Exists to awaken our city to come alive in Christ. It's very dear to my heart because I believe that there's a lot of people that are close to God figuratively, but not alive spiritually. They know a lot about God, but they don't know God. And this is where I'm kind of deviating because God's like, you didn't do it last service, so you're going to do it this service. By the way, if you're not obedient to God the first time, (laughs) he'll give you a second shot most of the time. So he desires, God desires that we be awakened. Our mission statement is to awaken our city to come alive in Christ. And I believe in here today, if you ever feel like you're dry, weary, or heavy laden, this word says that he will give you rest. The Bible says that he stands at the door on knocks. Whoever opens the door, I'll come and eat with them, and they will eat with me. That's true in an eternal sense, but I'm here to tell you today that it's also true in a very practical daily sense. To live in communion with the Lord on a daily basis is his desire from you. I'm actually, I know the worship team just sat down, but I'm going to need you guys back up here. We're going to need you to come back up here because we're not doing it like we did last service. Sorry, guys, but not sorry. All right, so let's go over to Psalm chapter 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me besides peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley. I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You're in good company when you feel surrounded. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessing. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life. And I'll live in the house of the Lord forever. He neither sleeps nor slumbers. So when you feel like you have been distant from him, he's never slept nor slumber. When you feel like you're far from him, he's just one prayer away. He's one decision away. I'm here on an assignment to talk to someone today. 
that if you feel far from God, you don't have to feel far from him much longer. You can cast your cares at his feet because he cares for you. Some of the songs that we were singing earlier, in my darkness, you came running. I can tell you today that when you feel far from God, it's just a feeling. Do not let your theology be based off of feeling when the word of God says something contrary to what you feel. So I'm going to need everyone to stand up in this place today. And I want to teach you not necessarily something new in Scripture. I want to teach you a way to live. We can take that. I'm done with that. You ever realize when you when you felt like you, oh, I got to talk to someone about Jesus, that you get that kind of feeling? Well, my pastor told me to talk to someone about Jesus. I got to talk to someone about Jesus. There is a difference between walking in the Spirit in your strength and walking in the Spirit in His strength. I can tell you that when someone shares something that's the truth of Scripture and you feel the idea to measure up to it, that's not godly. You actually are called to work from strength, not for it. You're actually called to work from the power and the strength of the Holy Spirit, not for it. So when the Bible says, well, hey, be my witnesses to Jerusalem, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth, making my disciples, teaching them to obey, baptizing in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, it's not teaching you something out of obligation. It's teaching you something necessarily as a response to an encounter with the Lord. I can tell you, there's been times when I've gone evangelizing and witnessing to other people and it's felt like work and out of duty. And then there's been times I've gone out and it's, it's been out of a response. And the ones where I have seen have been fruitful are the ones where I have gone out of response, not out of duty. And I say that because many of us hear of these things that the Holy Spirit wants to give you. Peace, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, self-control, and then it talks about things like whatever is pure, what is holy, think on such things. That's given you an avenue on how to receive peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, self-control. It's given you an avenue because you are thinking on what God has already given you, not on what you need to receive. I'm telling you today that if you want what the Holy Spirit has to offer, my cup overflows. It is accessible to you by faith, not by works. But by faith, believing you have received, that's what God is saying today. To step out in faith, no, no, no. I know I'm feeling depressed, but I know I've received joy. I know I'm going through heartache, but I know he comforts us in our affliction. I'm going to get comforted. I'm receiving comfort right now. I know I'm lacking confidence, but thank God the confidence isn't based off me. The confidence is by the Holy Spirit who gives me strength, Lord. So I thank you. I know that at times I feel tempted, but I know the Bible also says if I walk in the flesh, I fulfill the desires of the flesh. Walk in the spirit, I fulfill the desires of the spirit. So right now, Lord, I cast my cares on you. No temptation has seized me except what has come to man. Lord, I come to you. So you want to walk in the spirit, you got to come to the one who graciously gives us all things, right? So I'm going to create a moment right here where we can lift up our hands and we can just let the Holy Spirit minister today. We're going to go to uh, King of Kings, that song. Okay, so Liz is going to lead us into that song. If you feel led to sing along, 
go ahead and sing along. But this is what I would encourage you to do. You have the level of God that you receive. This is what I do a lot of times in worship. I actually don't sing all the time. I actually let the words of the song wash me, right? And then sometimes out of a burst of what the Holy Spirit's doing, I lift up my voice. And it's obnoxious at times, but that's okay. And I want to encourage you today to let the Holy Spirit minister to your hearts. Let the heart of the Father be revealed today. Live, if you can lead us in that, the whole song. Lead us in the whole song, King and Kings. We're going to sing that, and then we'll go from there. And so I just want you to lift up your hands across this place. Just begin to call out to the Lord. God, I pray for times of refreshing would come in Jesus' name. As we come to you today, Holy Spirit, would you minister to us? We seek you today, Heavenly Father. Would you rest on this place? Thanks for listening to our podcast. If this message encouraged you, help us get the word out. Consider sharing it with a friend, rating, or subscribing. If you want to know more about our church, check out our website at mycitychurch.cc or our Instagram at mycitycentral. We look forward to sharing another encouraging word with you next week. God bless.